We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Pack a Day Podcast, uh, your Sunday episode. Uh, ignore my extremely annoying voice. It hate it hurts my ears. So sorry about that. I'm a little sick today, so you're going to be stuck with uh, my nonsense as well as Gage. Uh, Nick's not able to make it with us today, but Gage, how are you doing? Uh, doing well. Glad to be back. Uh, I know that we are still on Rogers' watch as of now. Uh, Dude, we're still never waiting ending. on him to do, him or the two teams to figure out what they're going to do. Um, and until we get anything, we're going to just continue to try and find new things to talk about. Which is why today. <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to rank the four NFC North teams uh, by offseason grades so far. Obviously, yeah. until the Rodgers news happens, that is the big. That is that is Green Bay's big move. Yeah, it's no exactly. It's assumed that they're going to trade him at this point. That hasn't gone through, but the assumption is it is. But until then, we can't grade that. So that's can't put that on there. We're just going to focus on what the four teams have done thus far. We're not going to try and look forward. Or anything like that. I mean, there's a world and there's rumors that the Detroit Lions could put in an offer on Lamar Jackson, which would then affect their offseason grade, but that hasn't happened yet. This is just things that have happened thus far. And I know you're all listening like, why is he saying this so much? Because there are going to be people that say, well, Green Bay is going to move Rodgers, so you got to include that. No, it's just things that have happened. Nothing else matters yet. (laughs) Silly gooses. No, it's uh, this offseason... Even more so, I think, than the last couple of years have been has been frustrating because we know the trade's coming. Rodgers had talked about it. Mark Murphy talked about it a little bit. Like we know the trade is coming. So it's just like it's frustrating that it's taking this long. But I understand it because 
Packers gain more or like the Packers can wait as long as they want really. Cause they don't have to pay him. What is it? September that they, that like big contract really kicks in. And yeah, if I they trade him uh, post turn, say again, I believe it is game one is when it fully kicks in. Yeah. And if at the end of the day, they trade him post June 1st, shit, that gives us less dead cap. So live your life. Jets play as, as hardball as you want, but here we are. Uh, but like Gabe said, we're going to go ahead and rank uh, the uh, NFC North offseason so far. Uh, we are in agreement with two of the teams. And then uh, our number three and four, they they flop a little bit. But let's start with number one. Who's having the best uh, offseason for you, Gage? Uh, for me, it's Detroit. Uh, I think that Detroit is not only having the best offseason as far as I'm concerned, but as far as a lot of people are concerned. Um, they have just continued to do good work day in, day out. Uh, they're signing not only names that people know, because obviously that always does well, they're also just, they're they're doing things the right way. They are a team that started their rebuild correctly. They were like, we're just going to be bad. Granted, they picked a bad year to do it because there was not a great quarterback in last year's class. So they're focusing on, they built their trenches up. They need to add another edge rusher, but they're getting by with Jared Goff. They have good weapons outside. They have, they're building up their secondary. This offseason alone, they've gotten Emmanuel Mosley, who if he can stay healthy, is a strong corner. Uh, you have, they uh, brought back CJ Moore as a depth safety for them. They brought Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in, who, in my opinion, at one year for $5 million, I don't know why that's all he got. I personally think that that's a steal for him. Uh, you have a guy that has corner and safety versatility. He yeah. brings an attitude to your defense that not every team has. Uh, and you live, you will live with the chirping that he brings. Like I know some people, I'm sure that probably rubs some people the wrong way. I'm not one of those people. I like a guy that has an edge. And in order to play in the secondary, in order to be a corner, you have to you have to have an edge to you. You have to be a little cocky because if you're not, you're you're not going to last. You're gonna you have to go into every play thinking I'm better than the guy in front of me. And yeah. that's the and corner and wide receiver the two positions with that. So if he's got a little bit of an edge to him, I'm not mad about it. Throw in other moves like they swapped out David Montgomery for Jamal Williams. Personally, I don't know if that's necessarily an upgrade. It's If anything, it's a lateral move uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, but that's the move there. But just I felt that it's been a very productive offseason for them. Um, I don't think that they went backward, I, and especially when compared to the rest of the NFC North, I think they're the clear winner for me right now. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Uh, Looking at, I think their biggest area of growth that they needed was the secondary. They got Sutton from the Steelers, like you said, Gardner Johnson, uh, CJ Moore, uh, Emmanuel Mosley, like all those guys are with the Lions now going into next year. They fired their cornerback coach midseason last year. So like that was an area that they wanted to improve on, and I think they did. Their pass rush, I think, is really good. I think uh, they're solidifying a lot of the the weaknesses they had on defense. And then going to the offense, like I – and this sucks for me to say because obviously I love Jamal Williams. Uh, I'm close with his with his coach, Luke. I understand the, the mood the Lions made going with David Montgomery. Get him at three years, 18 million. He's, he's 28 or 25 compared to 28. Jamal was asking more than what uh, David Montgomery got. And I think that was more so because uh, the Lions had Jamal on such a cheap contract for the last two years. I think he was expecting a little bit of like a, like, hey, you helped us out. Let's help you out. But 
That's just not how the NFL works. So I understand their move to David Montgomery. I think it's actually – you have a younger guy there for a three-year contract. Like that's that's an improvement in my eyes. We can we can see what he do if he if he stays healthy. That's a big question to me because Swift and Montgomery have both had injury issues. You look at Williams last year, obviously he was uh, the healthiest back. We'll see what they do next season, but I really I hate it so much. But like, I really do think the Lions are the best team in the NFC North right now. Like, they had the best offseason. they had the best end of the the season last year. Like, they really could be the top dogs. Yeah, they they're bringing back all five of their starters uh, on the offensive line. They added Graham Glasgow, who I don't know how he, I don't know why he like left. I don't know why or I don't know why he took like a one year deal with them. Uh, I thought that was a little interesting. Uh, he had been with Denver for several years. He was in the his contract or he was with Detroit for four years. He was with Denver for four years and then he is now back in Detroit as a backup. I mean, I personally think he could probably still start for a team if he wanted to, but uh maybe but he's there competing for their backup. Uh like he's probably gonna be their backup guard. Their offensive line is strong along the across the starters. They're strong in like strong in their backups. Their wide receiver core, you have Amon Ross St. Brown who was a breakout star last year in the year at the end of uh, the season before. Josh Reynolds is a solid uh other piece you had Jameson Williams is still there uh, they could they could use some more wide receiver help but they're not like they're not completely crippled there but they could use a little bit more tight end is another area that needs upgraded but at the same time this team just like you said they're the best team in the NFC North as things stand right now and yeah. if they can finish this offseason with a strong draft they are they like they're already the favorites to win the NFC North and I think that a strong finish to the offseason will boost those odds even further yeah 100 uh let's move on to our number two uh winner of the offseason which you know on uh i saw on twitter that they've been given the number one rank out of every every team for the the their offseason work uh but we both had the chicago bears as number two for this offseason uh what do you like that the bears did uh i like that they got a legitimate receiving weapon for Justin Fields. Darnell Mooney's fine. He was not ever a number one guy. Chase Claypool, they yeah. couldn't figure him out last year. Maybe with a full offseason, he'll be better integrated. But DJ Moore has been one of the most suppressed stars in the NFL since he entered the league. I don't know why he just, he never quite got the love that he deserved from like major news coverage. I know it's mainly just due to the fact that he was on a team that wasn't ever necessarily great, but through his first five seasons, he had a thousand yards in three out of the five. He played, let's see, he missed, let's see, one, two, he missed two games in five years. He caught, he caught a ton of balls. He never was great in the touchdown department. He did have seven last year, so that was solid. He's, he's caught passes from uh, a washed up Cam Newton, a bad yeah. Cam Newton. He's caught passes from, Baker and Sam Darnold and just he's PJ he's Walker struggled so hard. The new bear PJ Walker. Yeah. He's caught passes from all these guys and he continued to just put up numbers. And now you got like, that was him. That was, he was the, the main piece of that trade and people, because a lot of people were like, well, why did they get to try and get the trade done so soon? It was because before they wanted to get that trade done before free agency, they wanted to know they had a legitimate wide receiver one 
in the building. And that's what I think they got in Moore. Moore doesn't have the prototypical like size that you're looking for. He's like, he's only six foot tall, but he's 210 pounds. I, I love it. I don't enjoy the fact that Green Bay is going to have to play against him. Um, yeah. I thought that, that that trade was great, that it was the, that was the big move. Some people like will argue over if they got enough value for it. I personally think they did. Um, otherwise, I think the TJ Edwards deal was good. Uh, I, I don't mind bringing Philip Walker in at only essentially $2 million per year. Yeah. Um, Andrew Billings, getting him from uh, Cincinnati was a solid move. If, as long as he, he's another one of those guys where as long as he can stay healthy, I really like him. Uh, probably my favorite move they made was honestly signing uh, oh, signing Nate Davis. Nate Davis, yeah. guard. Most people aren't going to know him, and that's fine because he plays guard. I get it. The guy's just going to go, and he's going to eat glass, and he's going to shove his face in the fan and have no problems about it. So yeah. I think that that was one of those moves where it'll fly under the radar for the vast majority of people, but you're getting a guy who's played the past three years or the past four years in Tennessee. He has been a strong guard for multiple years. They want to run the ball, and that's a guy that you can now run behind. They needed basically any offensive line. Any offensive lineman would be an improvement over what they had, and so I like the I like the move there. That's honestly probably my favorite move. You're getting a guy who's a solid starter for $10 million. You had the money to afford to pay that. Um, I like other guys like Tremaine Edmonds, but that's $18 million for a year for a linebacker. I don't necessarily love that as much. Yeah. And I think that one's especially weird because they traded. I, I get what they did. You trade Roquan Smith, get a second round pick, and then you spend that money you would have spent on him for Tremaine Edmonds. You have TJ Edwards. Uh, I understand some of the moves they're making. Uh, Nate Davis, I think, is a great one. I think they have more work to do on their offensive line. I think that number nine pick is definitely going to go towards an offensive lineman. Robert Tunyon, uh, reuniting with a former Packer coach down in Chicago. We'll see what he can do. We saw it last year after his ACL tear. Like he's he wasn't the same player post catch. This is going to be now two years removed from it. So we'll see what see what he's able to do. Uh, I like the Deontay Foreman signing one year, three million. Uh, a big back. You have Travis Homer. You have Herbert still. PJ Walker is a backup. Like I think they did solid moves. I think their biggest thing in the offseason is getting doing well in the draft. That's going to push them over the edge. Their signings have been great. DJ Moore, I think, is fantastic for them, including him in that trade for that number one pick. He is the best receiver that they have on their team. Probably the best receiver they've had on their team in many years. So we'll see what they do. Um, I, they're in a good spot, though. They had a bunch of money to spend this offseason. Did they spend maybe too much on some players? Maybe. Like Tremaine Edmonds, people complained about because – but when you go into the offseason with the most cap space, <clears throat> you can do that. And here's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing, all though. that money. Yeah. Guess who? Guess how far down they are in the cap, like cap space market? Probably still top 10. They're still first. Well, yeah. No, that's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, they're spending more, especially on Tremaine Edmonds, but... They still have $10 million more in cap space than the team in second place. And if you want to yeah. go off of effective cap space... They set themselves reason, up well. They still have $14 million in effective cap space. So yeah, they spent all this money, but they have all this money to spend because they've gotten rid of all of their older and high-priced veterans yeah. and traded them out for the younger guys. You're right. I personally, like, same as the vast majority of people, I prefer Roquan Smith to Tremaine Edmonds. As a Packer fan, I'm okay with not having to play against Roquan, but oh yeah, 
But well, you get a second round pick for like that's the tough part is like you get a second round pick and two linebackers for what one probably would have cost. Well, you also traded away Roquan. You also traded away a second round pick for Chase Claypool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A little trades so, there. So yeah, I think that the Bears were like in terms of looking at the NFC North, which is what we're focusing on today. They were second behind Detroit because I think Detroit did great. I think Chicago really needs the like a strong draft to really finish it out. They have plenty of picks to be able to do that, but. Right now, that's where they fall in at. And we talked about these last two, and yeah. you said that there was some disagreement. Upon further review, okay, I wanted to put Green Bay third to all the people listening. Yeah, I did but not. Unfortunately, I can't. I just, I, I can't do it. This yeah. team has not done enough this offseason to deserve a third place spot in these hypothetical offseason rankings. Now, granted... Minnesota's not crushing it either. I don't no. I haven't loved everything they've done. Um one of their bigger like they signed Josh Oliver to a three year twenty one million dollar deal. That gives him seven million dollars per. For those of you that don't want to do the math at home, that's we're fine. different on that though. I do like that signing for them. Because he was a person Packer fans were saying if we lose Mercedes Lewis, could be a person to come in and be that blocking tight end. Pair him with the, here's Hawkinson. The difference. Here's the difference between Green Bay where Green Bay stands and where Minnesota stands. Minnesota last year sent out multiple draft picks while getting some draft picks back for TJ Hawkinson, a former first round tight end, a guy that I believe if I'm not mistaken is in the final year of his rookie deal. Uh, Let me double check. Yeah, this is his final year of his rookie deal. So they're going to have to pay him next year because if they don't, they're going to look real dumb for trading assets for him. Now, maybe, maybe they can go ahead and just let him go. And then they have Josh Oliver. Sure. I'll think that this move looks better in hindsight, but I personally, I don't see the benefit in paying a high-priced tight end or paying $7 million for a tight end, which isn't crazy, but it's not. It's also not nothing either. I believe it puts him right around 20th uh, among tight ends, uh, 15th to 20th, somewhere in there, which is not is just not great for me, especially for a team that didn't utilize two tight end sets a ton last year. And so that's why if Josh Oliver had gone to Green Bay, sure, that makes a bit of sense to me. But Green yeah. Bay didn't have TJ Hawkinson in front of him. And that's more where my dogging of that move came from. It wasn't on Oliver. It was on the fact that Oliver was going to not, he's not going to be your starter. You're paying $7 million, which is more than um, the team, like the Tyler Conk. That's more than Dalton Schultz got. <laughs> yeah. Dalton Schultz, I think, is a better tight end than him. Jawan Johnson had a great year last year. Uh, Gerald Everett, Mo Ali Cox. That, that's more annually, by the way, than. Um, TJ Hawkinson has gotten granted Hawkinson hasn't gotten his extension yet. Uh, it's more Noah Fant. Um, just, yeah. so that's more where I'm coming in at is you're paying $7 million for a guy that's going to be a backup. Uh, a move I really like that they'd made though, Byron Murphy, uh, corner, yeah. uh, former Arizona Cardinal. Byron Murphy has been a strong corner for his entire time in the, in, in the NFL. There has been, he was a, if he, I don't believe he was, a, yeah, he was a early, he was the first pick of the second round in 2019. Uh, he's never been a big interceptions guy. Like he had four in 2021, uh, only played in nine games last year, kind of dealt with some injury, injury issues, but Byron Murphy automatically gives them a, like an upgraded corner. There's no, there's no way around that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I like their their Davenport uh, signing as well. I know with the uh, Packers, good friends of Darius Smith wanting out of there, requesting a trade, then saying that his farewell on Twitter. Uh, they have Marcus Davenport coming in, assuming to take over Zadarius' spot. He hasn't been traded or released yet, so we'll see what happens with that. They might have three three good rushers with Davenport, uh, Hunter, and and Smith. We'll see. Uh, Dean Lowry, Packer fans give him a lot of shit. He's not as bad as we like to give him, like like to say he is. He's a solid starter. He'll do his job. He's not fantastic, but you put him in the right role, he'll take care of it. Uh, they lost Tomlinson, which which stinks for them, but great for us. Big guy in the middle. I don't know. I just I think they did more than the Packers, who we're going to talk about next with. It, it, we're waiting on Rodgers. Like that's that's what's hindering us. Really, right now we have Justin Hollins, Rudy Ford, Keyshawn Nixon. We had Tyler Davis back. We signed a long snapper. Like those are all things that keep you even keel with last year. Then you have Justin or uh, uh, Jordan Love taking over Rodgers. Like we're in a question mark year, so it's hard to put Packers above anything than fourth, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I and I agree with that. Like. I wanted to put Green Bay not last just because I didn't I didn't love what Minnesota did. I think that sure they made a couple of good moves here and there, but I also felt like they just I didn't think that they were did enough to increase their hold on the NFC North from last year. Obviously they had less money to work with, but I just I didn't love what they did. They also got rid of Eric Kendricks. We didn't mention that um during our time covering them. I think that that was yeah, a That's a big loss. I understand that it's a it's a contract thing and you couldn't afford to keep him, but that's a that's a big loss. Eric Hendricks is a still like he's yeah, he's a little older, but he's not he's he can still play. So I'm okay yeah. with uh him being gone. Green Bay, most yeah. of their moves this offseason have been just contract stuff. Uh they they took they got Aaron Jones to take a five million dollar pay cut and adjusted some cap. They freed up eleven million on him. They uh Jair Alexander reworked his deal. Cleared up nine point five million in space. Preston Smith six point six eight million in space. Uh, Kenny Clark eleven million in space. 
Debach, 7.5 million in space. Uh, Devondre Campbell, another 2.6 million. Douglas, 3.3 million. They've freed up a ton of cap space. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I mean, you're late in the offseason, and like you just, I mean, you're, you're, you're freeing up all this cap space for what is my question. I don't know what the heck they're going to do. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, what, what are you doing with all this money? Because this isn't money like that you're freeing up the week before free agency in prep for a big move. Like maybe they're planning on making a trade after they trade Rodgers. They're going to trade for, I, I don't know. Maybe they're going to trade for somebody. Maybe they're going to trade. Maybe this is the T Higgins prep. Yeah. Maybe they're going to, that Oh, I just got excited. Like if they They're traded all, nice, like huh? if they freed up all this cap space, they traded Rodgers. They then they use some of the picks they got in the Rodgers deal and trade that for T Higgins, and then they are able to sign, trade and sign T Higgins to a brand new deal to give that's your new number one wide receiver. First of all, Christian Watson disrespect. I didn't say anything negative about Christian Watson. <laughs> Said he wasn't number one. No, T Higgins is right your there. new. That's your new yeah. X receiver. That's no, your new sure. new big dog. You still have oh, Christian sure. Watson to play his role and Romeo Dobbs to play his role. So everybody can play well, uh, I think that every team can have multiple wide receiver ones. The prime yeah. example, Miami Dolphins last year. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They were every team should ones. have wide receiver ones. Multiple. But anyway, That's how you're successful. Anyway, I, uh, until like until Green Bay does something with this cap space, the only move that I really love this offseason was Keyshawn Nixon. And then yeah. it's not that I want to get rid of Yosh, but if you are able to get a, a second round pick, pick for him for him. Hell I don't yeah. hate that. It's not that I want to get rid of them. It's trying to maximize the value of what you have. And I would rather yeah. do that than lose him, say, next year for nothing. So Yeah, exactly. Get a second round pick. You have Zach Tom. You have uh, this draft this year. You know we're going to draft three offensive linemen. It's just, just our thing. Yeah. yeah. We have so, Walker, yeah, so, Sean Ryan. Like, there's, I, there's options. So until Green Bay does something more, can't put him any higher than fourth, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, Detroit, number one. They've just they've had the best offseason thus far, one of the best offseasons in the NFL, in at least in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Chicago spent a lot of money, made some moves that are good, made some moves that maybe a little questionable, but that's how it goes. Minnesota, yeah. you've made some, you've made some good signings. You've also made some lost questionable some ones, and then you lost Derek Kendricks, so kind of got to hurt you there. And then Green Bay, you until you trade Aaron Rodgers, you are in a holding pattern of contract restructures and. Yeah trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And until then, fourth place it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. It's just, we'll see what they do. I think there's definitely more moves that they make. It's just the biggest domino needs to fall that everyone's waiting on. So those are our uh, NFC North rankings for right now. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to uh, the Sunday edition of Pack-A-Day Podcast. Again, sorry for my ridiculous voice and heavy breathing. I might be dying after this episode. Who knows? Uh, Gage, but before we end, where can, uh, where can people find you? As always, you can find me on Twitter at GBridge for the NFL. Uh, not really doing a ton of writing at this moment. Still kind of just covering the Nuggets uh, a little bit for Denver Stiffs. Should have final updates on what's going on there in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, don't know what other writing I may be doing over the next few months, but just whatever I may be doing, it's going to be all over there. Beautiful. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight. One of the fun things we're doing over at game on Wisconsin, uh, which I took over with Todd and Dan. We actually have a, uh, if you're an MMA fan and a Packer fan, we have a perfect combo. We're doing a watch party with uh, Wes Hockowitz from the Packers, as well as Kenny Clark. Uh, will be joining us. A few MMA fighters from Milwaukee. Uh, we'll also be hopping on. So 
Uh, be sure to, to tune into that if you're a UFC fan. It's going to be next week for UFC 287. Uh, Style Bender versus Alex. Uh, their fourth matchup to kickboxing to MMA. So if you want to join in, please join in for that. Or just talk crap to me, Wes, and Kenny Clark. Preferably not Kenny Clark, though. Uh, go ahead and uh, follow Packaday Podcast on Twitter, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Uh, but uh, as always, go Pack Go, and thank you for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.